All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. It's Glenn Rockney, and I'm joined by a recurring guest. It's third time on the show. Third time, um, man. Now a superstar. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, sure. Now he's a superstar. We got commas in the subscriptions <laughs> here for, uh, for Tape Don't Lie podcast. He's also yeah. on Expanding the Box Score and yeah, Raiders, Raiders Wire. So uh, it's Marcus Johnson at the Mark John NFL. What's going on, man? I'm doing all right, man. How about you, bro? It's been, it's been a long time since we it's been a while. episode. So, it's yeah. been a while. No, it has. And, um, and well, we got news today, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But okay. uh, I just wanted to have you on, and I wanted to talk about where we're halfway through the season, right? We're halfway through the season. Raiders are four and three. Um, in, they should make the playoffs, like in my opinion. They should make the playoffs. But I, um, I, I just wanted to say, like, is this – you were pretty on point when we talked about uh, – in the preseason, you were talking about the offense was going to be ahead of the defense. And the offense has yeah. been great. The offense has been great this year. Um, yeah. The defense has been there. Could you maybe just expand on what you've seen to, like, that kind of – made you think you were right about that? <laughs> uh, well, I, well, first of all, I mean, I mean we, we talked about it um, on the first episode that we did together mm-hmm. was um, so, was Gruden's um, record in September through November, right? We talked about that a lot, how he yeah. came into the season, 86 and 27. Um, yeah, something like that. Or I think 86 and 67, my bad. But he, I mean, it, it was, uh, it was something that was, he's always going to start off fast. I mean, it's that's the thing that he does. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting any different this season, especially with uh, the way the offense was built, the way that they um, added more players. They added the rookies. They added like you know Henry Ruggs. They added Edwards. You know they added uh, you know they got Josh Jacobs back. You know Derek Carr in year three. I really expected them to start off fast and you know and kind of carry this team through the tough the the tough games they had earlier. So, you know, it, it wasn't nothing I didn't expect. I mean, I was expecting the offense to look like this. I know a lot of people, you know, I got killed right before the season for saying that, you know, the offense was good last year and that means it's going to be good this year and people mm-hmm. should be like have more optimism. You know, I got killed for that, you know, but um, you get killed a lot. I do get killed. A lot yeah, lot, you but, do, you know, man. I, but, I, I'm, a, I'm always I'm always there to step up because I know I know where you, I, I got receipts. I have audio receipts of you. But uh, it's funny because I, I was going to bring that up. You had said. uh I, I remember there was like a you and I were talking. There was like a two week period where you became like a card defender, and then you found out the Patriots were doubling up on some checkdowns, and yeah. then you got called a car hater. So it's yeah, for, I, for I think it's week. funny the way how your podcast is called Tape Don't Lie because it doesn't. It's just like it's funny that these people think they're being objective when they criticize you, but yeah. they're they're like it's a narrative, and and you're you don't have it. You don't have the narrative. I, I remember like when that happened when people were attacking you for showing stuff about car and made you think you don't like car two weeks ago you had the best case for car i remember like saying look at you he had been two weeks before that you know yeah. you had the best case for car so i thought that was really funny yeah yeah i mean i i, I got killed for that a lot um just 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 for noticing that um and i got killed from just not even for raiders people i mean i know some some of the patriots guys were offended they got kind of mad what that, was their um, take uh that you know because i i wasn't like i didn't add semantics to it so that's why some of the Raiders films guys got mad at it too. I don't want to say no names, but you know, you know, there's no, a little article right. written by Raiders, you know, on Raiders beat or whatever. Oh, and okay. it was more about semantics, like what exactly kind of coverage it was, because I didn't add semantics to it. Mine was more straightforward, which, which I will say, um, you know, I think that's why people like me and BD a little bit. I mean, we do get technical. I'm not gonna say we're not technical because we are. Mm-hmm. We get very technical, and you know, especially BD. Um, you know, I get technical too, but I think that the way we present the film 
is a lot different than how other people do and it's a lot more entertaining like we try to be entertaining so like yeah i'm, I'm gonna make a joke if i think something's funny that i yeah. found um i mean it still is gonna have some analysis behind it but i make jokes bro like i don't like, you yeah. know what i'm saying like I, i'm not a, i'm not a, like a hundred percent serious film guy where i'm gonna be boring and and things like that like it's not possible for me so yeah. i'm gonna make some jokes so, so if that bothers <laughs> you then i don't know what to tell you but like you know it's it's kind of funny like the way this season has gone like I, i've kind of you know thinking about back on our previous episodes i, I kind of like it's kind of gone high i thought it was gonna yeah, be i think you're good. i think you've been on point that's what i'm laughing at i'm like dude i i've got it's gonna be you know and, and you know, a lot of the players they look how i thought they're gonna look so you know like i you know I'm, I'm not the type to do like you know victory laps or anything like that but uh, a lot of people thought that teams could be like one and seven or two and six at this point. And that was weird. People, yeah. A lot was... of people thought that. Right. And I didn't see that. So, uh, I mean, the end of the year, I mean, you know, Gruden, December, you know, uh, you know, you know me, Doug, I'm nervous. Yeah. December. Uh, yeah. You like just want to throw that buffer, get that buffer, right? Get that. I, I need a buffer. Get bro, that so seven and three. Get, we win the next <laughs> right. three. You're some eight nine four, and maybe finish nine and seven limp into the playoffs. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know I'm, what I mean? So, I'm with you. No, it's funny because yeah. what you had said, it's uh, um, what one thing I, I did you see the running game kind of and look, this is coming off the Cleveland game when the running game has, was great. So yeah. besides this Cleveland game, the running game, maybe Carolina too, the run games really hasn't been there. Did you see that at all? Or was that can you I mean, I know the offensive line's been messed up, but like, yeah. did you did you see that kind of what they were getting like 3.1 yards of carry no, for a while? I did not see. Yeah, that that's all. that one's weird to me. I didn't think this offense would be I thought it might be one dimensional. It skewed in the run game's favor, honestly. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like, so I, I, that, that was interesting. What's going on with the run game? I mean, uh, they, they miss incognito and Jim Brown. I mean, that's pretty, it's pretty, um, pretty simple. Uh, I mean, in, in Josh Jacobs, he's getting better at power runs now. And I think it's because they, they've been running more power concepts, which, you know, for the fans, it's like, you know, fullback lead. Every time you see an Alvin Gold in there, like, and he's going straight through yeah. a hole that's basically a power run or they if somebody pulls that's the power run mm -hmm. and then if they all move into motion that's the zone run outside zone so he he is an outside zone like superstar that's what he is and that's all they did last year was run outside zone but they had trent brown um and if trent brown went down they played brandon parker who was pretty athletic too so they're able to run outside zone just like in this game against the browns they were able to outside zone them to death but jacobs is getting better at power now because he's been running so many power concepts and that was his struggle so now he's getting better at it so i think we're going to see better runs like against you know i showed on the tape don't lie podcast that he was actually following alec engel through holes which he never did before Interesting. He, he would just do whatever he really wanted and now he's starting to do that and it really showed in the browns game because if they don't have incognito and they don't have trent brown they can't depend on outside zone because no one denzel is not athletic enough either is sam young and to be honest you don't want brandon parker playing and no. i know people love brandon parker right now but I, i'm here to tell you that that's the, the way that <laughs> let's just say the game plan changed a little bit when he got in there so um yeah so if Sam Young's playing and Denzel's good playing, you they have to run power concepts. And Jacobs wasn't good at that coming into the year. So he was going to struggle. So he's been struggling because of that, because they can't get outside zone. And then the line hasn't been holding up as well. Rodney Hudson, Rodney Hudson has been playing run defense as well as he, used, as, um, as he has before. No, and he has Gabe Jackson. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the running game and the line hasn't been playing as well either. But I think Jacobs – 
becoming a better runner with power concepts, if that continues from the, the Browns game to this game, then that's going to be very good outlook for this run game because, I mean, I don't know why he didn't follow Alec Ingle before. I can't tell you, but against the Browns is all he did. And did, they play, did they play with a lot of they, – they didn't really have a, like a fullback at Alabama, did they? No. Uh-uh. Uh, so maybe I, I would just think it'd be something like, hey, what is this guy in front of me? Like, what, what is it? <laughs> yeah. What the hell's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's we cool. follow him. I go where I, I do what I want to do. We'll hang out after the game. I'm not going to run by him. What the hell you do? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's – I could see that. Because I was, I was thinking that too in my head. I'm like, now that you said that, I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't remember some, like, big white dude at Alabama that would be, like, a fullback or something. So, yeah. Exactly. That, that would make sense. But um, I was going to ask you ask you about Colton Miller a little bit. Okay. Um, Colton Miller and I was so critical of him even even in preseason this year. I was just like, man, I, I just look. He's made strides, but I don't know how good he's going to be. Yeah. Um, this year, I'm I'm maybe I'm drinking a little bit of the Kool Aid. But uh, PFF's thing about the Raiders' offensive line was that one, Josh Jacobs makes guys miss, and uh-huh. two, Derek Carr gets rid of the ball early, so you don't really get to see if the offensive line is you know, as good as people think it is. Right. Yeah. And um, do you think Colton Miller is actually a product of that? Or is he actually just isolated on his own, a good left tackle right now? I think he's just a good left tackle right now. I mean, nice. he's not a great left tackle. Let's, let's not get crazy. Okay. He was an average last left tackle last year. He's a good left tackle now. Nice. Okay. So I mean, that means he's going to show up every week and he's probably going to give you some good, good, some good pass blocking. Um, I think he's struggling a little bit this year, run blocking too. Um, as well. I mean, he's getting beat run blocking, but in pass protection, I think he's still having trouble with like superstars. Yeah, like sure. Miles Garrett was giving him the business before he got hurt uh, last week. So, um, yeah, a lot of people didn't, didn't remember, didn't see that one, did they? Yeah, I, 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 you know, cause I, I thought the same thing that one where he almost had the strip sack, right? Yeah. He's, I, he, I'm just he, like, he's giving him the business. Like, and that, and I don't know who stops that, honestly. Like, that was, that, that move was just ridiculous. That yeah. He put on Colt Miller. It was insane, man. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I think you're right. I, I think you're right. I think he's. I think he's getting to good. Do you think he could be great? I think he can. Nice. I, I, I think with his, what he. I, I think some of his tendencies he has in college, he still has them. But I think he does. He handles them and counters them better. That's what I noticed about last year. Like, um, one thing is like a, a O line thing that you should never do is leave your chest open. Yeah. And his hands are like super wide, and they still are. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to – I mean, he has some good reps where he gets his hands inside, but most of the time they're still outside. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. So he – but he well, he's so much stronger now with his athleticism that he's able to take some of those bull rushes and, like, what they call an anchor for offensive linemen when you put your feet in the ground and you just kind of stop a bull rush. He's able to do that better. So he's able to counter – I mean, he's just a better – he's just a better tackle. I mean, he's he's not like – well, like I said, if, if he goes up against, like, T.J. Watt, how good is Colt Miller going to hold up? He might, he's going to do better than he would do before, but like TJ Watt's going to eat him up. Right that now. guy's a nightmare. Right. But, but that's, oh but, but, yeah. But for you to be a great tackle though, mm-hmm. you got to stop TJ Watt. Right. That's, that's what, that's what Tyron, Tyron Smith would do. I mean, he wouldn't stop yeah. him, but it'd be like a huge battle. Right. It yeah. would be like a rivalry. Jason battle. Peters on Khalil Mack in the double doing game, like where he was just like, <laughs> yo, you're not getting past me. It doesn't, I don't care what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what great left tackles do. And I don't think that he's there yet. But he's a good left tackle. So, like, if he faces, like, I mean, I, I think this week, like, even the uh, – Melvin Ingram? is it? Well, I don't think Melvin Ingram is playing this week. Are they both out? Bosa and Ingram? Uh, I'm trying to think. 
I didn't see I, I didn't see him Ingram on the injury report, but maybe uh, oh, okay. So so if he's not on the injury report, then he's fine. But, I, I'm uh, not sure. I, I honestly I'll pull it up when we start to talk about the Chargers. But yeah, no, okay. I, I know Bosa's not playing, so but he would be he would be coming off the right side. So exactly. Yeah. But you know, so it's gonna be easier. Um uh, I, I think he'll still do all right against those guys too. Um I know Bosa probably not, but Melvin Ingram is a good pass rusher, but he's not like the greatest pass rusher in the world. Let's no. Say. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a solid pass rusher. I mean, he probably would be uh, the best pass rusher on the Raiders, but um, he, he's not. So would, so you, would know you I mean? Marcus. But he's not. So would you? Yeah. <laughs> but he's not like yeah, he's not like you know. He, for somebody like Cole Miller, who is a good left tackle now, I would expect him to be able to hang with a good pass rusher like Melvin Ingram. It's just like the great guys. I, like I don't expect Cole Miller. Uh, Cole Miller probably get beat by like the the superstars. Yeah. I mean that's that's ways for our point. So that's his next step is making Miles Garrett disappear when he's not injured because let's keep it real like he was limping around yeah after like the first quarter and that's why he was kind of a non-factor in that game uh but like colton miller has to stop those guys for him to become an upper upper echelon or an all pro like people think he is i mean he might sneak into the he might sneak into the pro bowl but that depends more if the raiders are good to defend the season if he gets in the pro bowl because i mean that's all like people oh it's a good team a good tackle maybe vote that's more about the raiders being good like that's the only way tackles get in. Tackles don't get in. You can't be in an 0 16 team and be, unless you're Jojo Thomas, but he was a top five pick, though. Yeah, and I'd say an all time great at the yeah. time, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, you, it wouldn't matter. He'd make it any year. But, I mean, it's year yeah. three. I think uh, was, it was a Colton Miller's. Yeah, it's year three of Colton Miller, uh-huh. right? Yeah. That, I mean, I can't lie and say that I thought that's what the he, he, he was even going to be this. You know what I mean? It, by year three, I was kind of, I thought he'd be one of those guys where, okay, maybe he could get out on a screen, right? Because he's athletic. I thought, oh, maybe, you know, ha- have some good reps. But then at times we put on skates. Like, that Frank Clark thing is still, like, ingrained in my – like, when they played Seattle and London, it's still in my brain. But I, I haven't really been noticing that this year. And and so I wanted to get your perspective on that. But okay. what about the – what about the – just to pivot, the, the Raiders draft class this year. Um, I don't – I still I, – I'll never say it's a bad draft class because I, I think mm-hmm. there's good players there. Yeah. But they're just not getting anything out of them right now because mm-hmm. they're, they're hurt, right? Traded one of the guys in the third round, and you know, a couple guys are on IR. But um, I, I found it interesting. We'll start with Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, um, I, I I like Henry Ruggs. I like Henry Ruggs as a player. Um, I think he's still kind of raw, just mm-hmm. like technician wise as, as a receiver. Like when you saw Big with time. the screen, when you saw that screen in Cleveland, it looked like he was trying to fake somebody out that wasn't there. I was and gonna post like, it on Twitter, bro, but yeah. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't even feel like dealing with this. Like, he might add me. Or I, and I, and I, you know what? I think he already is one of those guys you're not allowed to criticize so far because he's there. But what it like? Well, then I don't want to get you in trouble. But what it, what, what are we? What is Henry Ruggs' kind of weakness right now as a receiver? Why doesn't it look quite right yet? Because he's never been the feature guy in his life. I don't think, besides probably high school. Excellent. Yeah. I guess, so, uh, so he is probably the feature wide receiver for this team. And they're asking him to do a lot of things that he hasn't done. Like he's not, I mean, he wasn't like a, a volume guy at Alabama. Right. Um, he, he didn't get the most targets um, out of Judy and Smith and even Waddle. I mean, they Waddle's getting targets last year. Right. Yeah. You would say Jalen Waddle's a probably a better prospect than Henry Ruggs, a more complete prospect. Let's just say that. I wouldn't say better. I'd say more complete, right? Um, so Ruggs has a lot of work to do with, like, getting open against press coverage, right? I mean, which is a thing coming out, which is something you can learn. So, like, that's something that I, I would never, 
you know, get on him about too much unless we get to like year two or three and it's still a problem because you can learn how to be pressed. I mean, you just got to practice at it. That takes a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not like a innate talent that you're just born with. Like I I can beat press. Like, no, like you, it's so many NFL nuances to it. And the press that he saw in college, if he struggled in press in college, the press that he's seeing in NFL is totally different than college. So that's going to be hard to transition. He has to learn how to beat press. And once he does that, I think he'll be, perfectly fine he runs good routes he can catch um i think he still has a little problem tracking the football i still think yeah that. you know what? Um, i think you're right yeah that, that bucks uh, was it the bucks game where where i know he got interfered with but it just seemed like like almost like in baseball right like you're playing baseball when you're an outfielder you almost look like it, they tell you get to a spot right like yeah. get to a spot right then make the play it almost seems like he's trying to make the play before he gets to a spot you know what i mean and it's like yeah. you're fast you're fast you know what i'm saying like you don't want to be lunging and gra- trying to grab everything get to the spot if you can and i and yeah. I, I saw that because like i think at alabama like they didn't really run him deep right like they didn't really like not like that run, yeah not like that so maybe he's just raw right like he's just kind of like maybe a little bit raw i don't, I don't, not- think, I don't think we're seeing i don't think i think some people are really low on him and some people are like it's car's fault you know what i mean or or Gruden's fault, you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't yeah, think but the car's fault thing annoys the hell out of me because like he, he, Darren Waller's on this team, guys. Like, what do you want? Like Darren Waller's on this team. <laughs> Hunter Infro, Nelson Aguilar's I mean, having a good season. That's yeah. what I was like, what do you guys want? <laughs> like, no, it's just certain wide receivers. You guys like he can't throw because he throw, he's throwing the next. I mean, after the I mean after the Bucks game, people were saying that like you know posting how many tight end reps get I'm like bro like if, if darren waller got two targets a game you guys would be crying everybody be crying how car can't get him the ball to waller <laughs> yeah. so make up your mind we all everybody was crying after the pats game when waller got like two targets everybody was crying but then you want to post uh a percentage of how much tight ends are getting like dog he's the best receiver on the team he should get all the targets you know and you know just like hunter refro should get targets i, I don't think hunter refro is getting featured enough i think Henry rugs and those guys are totally right are yeah. taken away from Hunter Renfro and keeping him off the field, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think he deserves more reps because every time he touches the football, he's making plays. Like, it's just so – and, you know, he, and he's always where he needs to be. Like, I, I think that the, um, the fans have to lower their expectations about what some of these rookies are. Like, year two or three, I think these guys could be pretty damn good. And, you know, and especially, I mean, Brian Edwards, I think he was coming into his own right before he got hurt. Know. Like, who, who knows who who – how good he would have been if he stayed healthy by now. I mean, maybe we wouldn't even be talking about Aguilar. We're just talking about how Carr's throwing to Brian Edwards. Cause... And just in the run game, you know what I mean? All the stuff yeah. he does with as a blocker. I mean, you guys have said it on your on tape, tape don't lie. Like, he's like a tight end. Like, yeah. blocking, like just a good blocking tight end and a wide receiver. Yeah. I'm, I'm super high on Ed Brian. Like, I'm even higher on Brian Edwards right now than I was when he's coming out. Because, like, just the Patriots game, I think, showed me a lot. So, and he was beating Stefan Gilmore off the line and stuff. And he was be, like saying he's so developed beating press. I think that's a that's the secret draft pick that um, people aren't realizing. It's going to be really, really good, I think. Um, but, I mean, the draft, I mean, David Arnett's playing all right. You know, he's playing he looks like a rookie corner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I can't really judge corners. That's a tough position to be good right away. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's so a we'll tough see, one. We'll see two or three years. I, I think that, you know, a lot of fans just want that super, you know, rookie just to have its biggest impact and i don't think every rookie does that i think some rookies need development and you know i think you know since we're seeing like how colt miller developed right Mm -hmm. you all thought colt miller sucked 2018 which he did yeah 2019 oh he's average you know he's just kind of there 2019 he's developed 
right? So this is yeah. third year. You know, you just want to see something by the third year. I mean, also you always want to judge drafts by the third yeah. year, you know. And um, but I think this draft we got a lot to see. I mean, I, I know Terry Muse is a bad pick, but I said that when it happened. So. Yep. You know. Yeah. No, I was with you there. Right? Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> it's just so. stiff over there. So I, I couldn't bring you on without talking about number four, DC, Derek Carr. Okay. Um, because I, I do think you have the best look at Derek Carr. Like you have the best take on him where it's like you can win with him. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah. You can win with him. Now, I think yeah. he's even playing better than you can win with him personally. And I was I like, so. I've, I've, I could have been viewed as a hater, honestly, like in the, in the past. Like I, I definitely was about fed up with him. Um, but he's yeah, playing it, really well. He's playing. I think he's playing really well this year. Um, just go. I, I'm talking as a, like a fan at a bar about him right now. Give me kind of an in depth kind of look at how he's playing. What is something different? Is it different this year, or is it just more talent around him? I, I will say this before I get into what is different this year. I would say that you know every fan had every reason to be mad at Derek Carr after last year. So mm-hmm. I, I think that um, you know we, a lot of you know there's a lot of back and forth. You know you trust Derek Carr or whatever, whatever. But I think people should also understand the other side of it of why fans were upset about what happened and how the year ended and they had every Thank right you. to be upset okay so i think that's a good point that you know i like to point out like you you should you should always understand both sides of arguments you know mm-hmm. i mean we talk about this just in dms or whatever yeah right? yeah 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 <laughs> so like you always understand both sides of arguments listen to a lodge you know you know especially if the, unless the person's like cussing at you or something like people cussing me about their car gets stupid but if you know it's a logical argument i mean people have reasons to be upset i mean they're fans they, they were six and four and they he played terrible. You know, he didn't play terrible, but he didn't, he, he didn't play very well. Let's say that, right? To end mm-hmm. the season. But I thought this year going into year three, knowing the offense, right? And knowing the development that he showed and that he did have a good seven weeks last year, the good seven weeks in a row where he was pretty good quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't consistent last year, right? I think when you come into this year with another third year in the system, I think what's really growing is his relationship with Gruden. It's very noticeable that they like yeah. each other now. It's not like the, you know, there's no, do they like each other? It's pretty damn noticeable that they like each other. Sure. Right? Um, he, so he, he has that chemistry with Gruden now. Gruden trusts him, which is a big thing. I think that's a huge, huge thing, is if Gruden trusts him to, like, do the right thing, right? Gruden trusts him, and I think that he's seeing the field very well right now. And, you know, last year, a lot of fans, like, he's missing guys. And I, you know, just going here from this year to, to, to like, the first three weeks of this season, I, I think I kind of see that he's still – he was still trying to get on page to where he's at now. But I think from week four on in this year, he's been pretty processing-wise, like, mental processing, processing the field. He's not being fooled anymore. He's not getting fooled a lot. Um like nobody's fooling him into throwing in the traffic. Nobody's fooling him mm-hmm. into, uh, you know, teams are trying to fool him still, um, you know, like his teams aren't alone in the box right now. So like the, the Bucks really tried to fool him and he played really well that game. He I, did. Thought, I thought he played really well when they, they were trying to confuse the hell out of him and he was sticking strong and he was reading the field post snap, which I was, that was always my problem with him. And I think it's his biggest improvement this year is reading the field uh, post snap. Yeah. Right? Not, it, like if it, if it doesn't go exactly the way you thought it was going to go, what, yeah. that, that <laughs> what was, the hell was happens? Like, improv, like not improv. Cause I don't think improv is the right way to say, yeah. it. but uh, just uh, like you said, it's like, okay, 
this isn't there now what do i do you know what i yeah. mean it, yeah and it usually has you can see his head his brain frying on tape and his, his, his legs moving but this year it's like he's calm he's like okay this switched i still know i i can still go here or this is going to be open and i'm hitting it and then of course the big one that you know everybody's so excited about is that he's using his legs which i you know which i'm still scared every time he runs football dude what what i'm the same way i no. here's my thing i love him using his legs same 40 time as johnny manzel i'll always say it he always had the same 40 time as the combine but one, he runs like really weird to me. I always thought like just yeah. the way he, he's not a natural runner to me, but he can get it done. He, yeah. he can get it done. He's the fast problem is enough. I never want to see him ever get tackled. Not because he'll get injured. That ball's going to come out. And that's no. always been my thing. Like what? Just don't take the hit. Like he saw the red zone. He wanted a touchdown against Cleveland. Oh, that one play. Yeah. He and and Darren Waller made that block, bro. If okay. Waller made the block, he, he would have scored. He yeah. walks in, and I but think I he could, saw but that. But I thought there was a chance. Yeah, you're right. But I, I thought it was – I thought he started seeing, like, damn, dude, I'm I'm thinking of this, uh, this tweet <laughs> he, he I was, seen. He was thinking, yeah. bro, he was going to dive. Yeah. He, I, I, could see, I could see everything. He saw this, this tweet montage in his head of all the haters saying he won't run, like, in the chariots of fire. <laughs> He's, he, because that guy that was coming from the left – yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From, the, yeah. from his left side, yeah. he was gonna just run through him. I could see it. He because uh, he 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 when he hit that corner and he saw he's accelerated. He had an acceleration uh, I haven't man. seen in a long time from him. <laughs> and if Waller held that block, bro, he was gonna truck him or dive and then it's like, yeah, he uh, would've that would have been a Twitter meltdown if Cleveland recovered <laughs> that. <laughs> it would have been so bad. Close. That would have been. That would have been rightfully so. That would have been terrible. But yeah. no, I, I getting back to it. I think what you're. I, I think what you're saying is is 100 correct. I like him using his legs. I like him yeah. kind of extending the play. And like there was one play, and I don't know what read this was for him. I don't. I don't know it. But he had yeah. the play to. Uh, I want to say was it was it Witten over the middle where he kind of threw it over Foster Moreau to Witten on third down against Cleveland. And, and it, it, it looked like it was into traffic. And it was like one of those throws where it was like, he looked so confident in it and it looked so late in his progression. I was like, yeah. man, it was like, I didn't, I didn't just, I don't remember seeing that. Like not even in yeah. 2016, honestly, I don't remember seeing that. Like even yeah, in 2016, he would try to do a little more heroic type stuff, you know, and, and do that. But it was like, man, I think, I think we got something here. Like, you know yeah, what I looks, mean? Like it's. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Like I mentioned on my, on tape on when I was, covering the Bucks game and how he's anticipating and I haven't seen him anticipate like in two years and I'm like oh my god that was an anticipation throw and then he was he's anticipating this past week you know so I mean he, he just looks like he knows he's in an offense for the third year let's just say that maybe he hasn't changed that much it's true it's the first it's, time some right some of his yeah. tendencies yeah some of his tendencies are still there he still can fumble you know he still can do those things um you know um and he, he still looks kind of awkward in the pocket sometimes but he's in year three, so he knows what's going. He, he knows where everything is. So it's since if you're that comfortable, and you know where everything is, it's you just you're gonna look good, bro. It's not gonna really, it's not gonna really matter because you're gonna know. Okay, where's my second read? Where's my third read? I I know when to go to it. Um, I think one thing that he has to get off of though is locking onto the rugs on deep balls, mm. which. I think because because there's sometimes when when somebody doubles and comes over the top, he, he he like thinks about it. I'm like Derek, don't like no, you don't. You could you can go. You can, it's okay. You can check it down, bro. Like, I know. But he like thinks about it. He's like maybe I could just and I get it because Ruggs has a crazy leaping ability that we all saw against the Chiefs, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, and he has great ball. He has great hands. Right. He has great yeah. hands. 
So and I could I could see it like uh, I get what he almost threw a pick against the Bucks because he didn't he went to a second read so late because he was thinking about just throwing it up to Rugs. I'm like, bro, it's okay. Like you don't have to prove to us that you're gonna throw deep every time. Like, and I think that's I, I kind of feel like you know he he is listening to what's going on sometimes too. Mm-hmm. And like like bro, you don't. Have I to think prove so anything. too. I think he's got rabbit ears a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fuck these fans, bro. That's what I'm saying, dude. Dump it off. Get an eight-yard game. It's It's okay. okay. Yeah, because I was that was my problem with the Bucks game game plan was like, and I don't know if that was game plan or I don't know if that was Derek Force and shit. But like, I was just thinking, like, dude, underneath shit was there all day, all day. Like it was like I I saw and it was like it was almost like no, I'm gonna just make it rain on the Bucks. Like I'm no, trust me, I'm gonna light up this defense like Dan Marino against the '85 Bears Monday Night Football. Uh I'm going to do some crazy shit. Like, you have no idea. And it's like, dude, Renfro all day. And, and there were drives where it was like Renfro was just taking a couple sets, turn around. I, boom, I'm right there. You can't, can't stop that. And it's like, once they get that balance, I think that it's like the new, the new toy you get. Like, oh, I've never had this before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like you first try sushi or something. You're like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm, I'll get it from anywhere now. You know what I mean? I, all the time. And, and, yeah. and, and so – I don't know. I think once they, I think you're right. I think once they kind of get back to where they are and then, then take those calculated, like, Oh, it's, it's there. And then at that point it's wide open a lot of times, you know what I mean? Like in that game against Cleveland where they had that deep was that, I don't know if that, what route that was, but rugs was open. You know what I mean? That looked like a miscommunication, maybe some wind. Yeah. Wind too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that'll be there. But, but even on that play, like, I mean, Ruggs is wide open, but he had Witten wide open too. So, like, it's it's more about the mixture of, like, let's say Ruggs wasn't open though, right? He's he's just got it. Like, you just can't you can't get into that mode where I'm just gonna throw it up to Ruggs all the time. So, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's, you know, I know some fans would be like, yeah, he's keep it be aggressive. They but, were, you know, and it was scaring me. I was like, stop it, guys. Yeah, just be aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and it, it's and, and I get it. You know, fans they you know they love the deep ball. Everybody loves deep ball, but like it's. Sometimes you just got to move the football and uh, get some first downs too. So I, you know, I, I think going forward, he's going to play well, especially with these next two defenses he's playing uh, because he's seen them and they're the same damn defenses that he's been seeing for last couple of years. I mean, he's always played good against Vic Fangio. He's always played good yeah. against Gus Bradley. Let's so, um, I mean, I, I mean, I expect it to get better from from here on out. So I, I that's what I hope. I hope he keeps playing well, um, keeps handling keeps handling pressure a lot better, keep using his legs. I just hope he doesn't get hurt using his legs. That's what I'm. That's yeah, be- or fumble <laughs> or just something that that kills you, just forcing something. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Can't see Peterman, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you, what are you talking about? Mr. Legs. He's Mr. Legs. I, Nathan Peterman. Remember that preseason run? Uh, yeah. there's, there's nothing more that humble Raiders fans with Derek Carr than Nathan Peterman oh, playing. I'll tell Jesus you that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, that's – I could see Gruden – you know what would be funny? I could see Gruden, like, ripping it off like an old classic car. Like, wow, this is what I had this whole time. I got Nathan Peterman. You know what I mean? Like, ah, this is my old, this is my old Buick. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, so that, yeah. Let's not get. Let's not. And 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 our everyone's favorite Mariota, uh, w- which we won't see. I don't think ever. I don't know. I, I, I told him about that, bro. I don't know. I, I don't you know. did. No, you I got did. killed on for this, that too. On this show, on this show, I got did. killed for that. And, and I, I see some of y'all that are like on there who are yeah, backtracking. What do you? Yeah, I hated it. Oh no, no, yeah. no. I remember. I remember y'all in March with your yeah. Mariota AVIs. Oh yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, uh, and I, I was always like. 
I guess it's a as better of a backup as the Raiders have had, I would imagine, and which that's not even true. And and then I was like, but I don't want to see him play. I don't. I never even like him at Oregon. I was like, I, I didn't think it was it was much. But uh, and nonetheless, you mentioned Gus Bradley, and uh, that's the opponent this week, the L.A. Chargers, SoFi Stadium. Um, what? What, the, what is what is this Charger team, man? I know it's like it's safe to say that like the Chargers are oh look they always lose every game by you know a point horribly you know Bagley hitting the field goal post like stuff like that. But what what is this team? Because I feel like they're good, but they're not that good. I don't know. It's it's uh, I will say they're a bad team that could beat you. Mm. That would be how I sum it up. Just from watching them this week, I've been watching them for the past. I mean, I was watching them right before I came on. Um, I think, you know, just, I think defensively, you know, I haven't watched them full on defense, but I mean, they're going to play cover three. I mean, they played cover two against the Raiders last year, but they're going to play the same thing. They always play. They do the same things, you know, they're very predictable on, uh, as a, as a offense, they run, a, they run on first down, like crazy. Yeah. So I have like the Browns. a running back as your coach. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> they run the ball like crazy and, and then they do it to protect Herbert. And then Herbert is uh, nuts. He's a nutso. So he's psycho. he's good. Yeah, he's a psycho. He's gonna throw it in the traffic. He does not. He does. He has no care. He, he reminds me care. of Jameis Winston. No joke. Uh, yeah. Like like like. Yeah. I think he can move a little bit better than Jameis. But like, dude, he's he's like that. That even in his first game, that one against the the Chiefs, like where he had the first down with his legs and yeah. just like throws it over like behind himself, basically like in the middle of the field, throws a pick, and I'm like, well, that's. Justin Herbert's better than I thought. I did call him Jake Locker. I called him Justin Locker on this thing. I've now I've now changed that to Drew Lock. He's Drew Locker now. So it's a Jake Locker. Locker is a is a title. He's, that he's better get. than Drew Lock, bro. He's better than anything Drew Lock has seen. I was one thousand percent. But I now now Jake Locker. I assign that to other people. So now oh, okay. Drew Lock okay. is now Jake Locker. Oh, he's Drew Lock is now Jake Locker. Okay. Yeah, Jake Locker is something that you earn. Jake Locker is just a title now. He's not even a court a uh. person. Yeah. So now Jake Locker is Drew Lock. So Justin Herbert is shaking that off. I know he's only won. What is he won one game? Yeah. Or, uh, and and but that's okay. I I he's better than I thought. So I'll, I'll give him that. But yeah, I, I, are you scared about this defense against him? The matchup? Yeah, just, I mean, Raiders defense against Justin Herbert. He, he's a little see, – extending see, the play scares tough. me a bit. Yeah, It's tough because, like I said, they run the ball on first down a lot. So they're predictable. So I think it's like the Browns were predictable. And I was, you know, on my show I was talking about how that this <laughs> – and I was breaking it down. I was like, this – this game kind of fits the Raiders defense and I kind of feel watching this offense. I kind of feel the same way. So, cause if you could stop them from running the football and you get them in third and 10 and you start sending some blitzes at Justin Herbert, he's going to be, he, he's, then he's going to start throwing it up in the traffic. Cause like I said, he's a nuts. He's going to throw it up. He's expect he's gonna, especially Mike Williams. He's going to throw it up to Mike Williams. He doesn't care. He expect Mike Williams to win. He has no, nothing like that. And then, you know, Keenan Allen's underneath guy. But you know, Keenan Allen's a great route runner, but he's not like a, a terrifying wide receiver. Like I've ne- I've I, never been scared of him. I uh, thank you for saying I'm, I'm, I've I'm not never scared. been scared of him. But he's good. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's really he's good. I mean, he's a great. I mean, he's probably one of the best route runners in the league. But he's I mean, he's like a ten. He's gonna give you ten catches like for one hundred yards type of guy. He's just annoying on like third down. Yeah. He's not like gonna be beat yeah. you for like eleven for two hundred. You know what I mean? Like yeah, not, not crazy contested catch. Like not nothing that just is like whoa. Yeah. Yeah, right. He's just a great route runner, right? And um, 
but Mike Williams is the crazy catch guy. Mike Williams catches everything that's in his vicinity. So the Raiders got to worry about, they got to worry about the 50, 50 balls. Mm-hmm. But I think what they have to do is that when Herbert gives them a mistake, they got to take it. You take it. Like they cannot play around. They can't drop, they can't drop interceptions. Like they got to take, he's, he's going to give them chances to, to get interceptions. He's going to give them, um, Every opportunity, because I'm telling you, he's like, I don't know, like, what he'd be thinking on some of his throws. He just tosses it up and just tries to make a play, I guess. But he's super deadly in the red zone. In the red zone, he is deadly. Um, he's very accurate, because like also said, because being nuts from 20 to 20 is worse than being nuts in the red zone, because if you take more chances throwing the ball in the red zone, you're going to have some more chances to make play. So I think the Raiders just got to keep them on third long. Which yeah. they can do because they can play. They actually are playing put pretty good run defense at this time. Like since the Tampa game, I thought I thought, I thought that they sneaky played good against the run against yeah. Tampa. Not yeah, 30, even, thirteen against the pass, but yeah, the, <laughs> the, but the run. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since Kawakowski came back, basically, ever since he came back. Yeah, yeah he's been he's been great. Yeah, he's been great too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That was a great. That's a great. A good pickup. I mean, probably one of the best free agent pickups that. Mike Mack has had ever, to be honest. Yeah, him and Nell Aguilar, I'm trying to think. I mean, uh, I'm, <laughs> is that, it sucks that I can't think of one, but yeah, it's. it's I mean, yeah. I guess you can put Trent Brown in there. I know people get I, I, try, I Getting my clutch sports Trent Brown check right now. I'm <laughs> Team Trent. Team Trent all day, man. I, I, I will. I, it's funny. Everybody that listens to the show hates Trent Brown. I'm like, why do you listen to my show? Like, I was like, like, like do you just turn this shit off when I. When, <laughs> When I start a lot of people don't like Trent Brown, bro. Like they, right now, dude, they hate Trent Brown. And by the way, this is a perfect time to bring up the news. Uh, now this is getting put on Trent Brown, but the Raiders were fined uh, a six-round pick and I think twenty thousand uh, dollars for next year. Um, so, your thoughts on that, real fast? Um, I'm not a big draft guy after the fourth round. I'm not. I'm not that type yeah. of guy. I know a lot of people love value in those. But oh, I was, you're not an I, Azeem, Azeem Victor guy, bro? You're not. You're no, not, I'm not an Azeem yeah, Victor guy. Yeah. Max Vallis? Yeah. Come on, bro. Relax. <laughs> yeah. You kidding me? You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I just, you know, six around. What's wrong doesn't... with you? Yeah. So losing a sixth round pick is like, oh, that's like a slap on the rail. What you get to yeah. you know, draft? Like, that's where the Boys and Girls Club of the local town <laughs> announces the pick. Yeah. That, come on. <laughs> we, we missed out on KJ Costello, bro, as yeah. a backup. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly no yeah you're right i i i thought it was gonna be like a third round pick dude like i was i was too i was like or the the patriots for when they lost the second round for deflate gate i was thinking because i thought the nfl was gonna drop the hammer on covid like anybody who who fucks off on this policy anymore it's gonna be worse it'll be a first round after that so i saw six i'm like that sucks because i don't ever want to like give away a draft pick but you know a sixth i i can live i can (laughs) live with this okay six is all right yeah. Especially if they have a they finish the season well and it's yeah. a late sixth. Your guy, your guy, <laughs> our our guy, our guy BD uh, Williams had a great tweet on that today. He was like, "He's like, man, no six round pick. Now how are we gonna draft our next special teams war daddy, man?" And I was like, six, man. You mean third? But no, <laughs> yeah, third, right? <laughs> yeah, no, but oh. no, that was that was that was a, a classic pick. So yeah, they missed they missed they missed out on that. Um, I'm still Team Trent Brown. I think this team is way better when he's on the field. Oh, yeah. so I'd rather oh, not yeah. piss him off and be like, "Yeah, I, I don't ever want to play now." That's always been my take. You know, I think he's kind of a kind of an oddball guy. I think a little bit. So I I'd rather have him out there personally. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, 
I mean, he he's just got he's got to get over COVID. He's having complications. So yeah, what is so what is that? So he I, I was I was at work all day today. So what when he he got put on the COVID list again? Yeah, because he's still having complications, which is kind of funny. They're gonna play him in the worst weather ever. Yeah, and why? <laughs> With you think, why was he getting IV fluid? You know what I mean? In the first place, it's like yeah, you know what's going on here? Yeah, I, that was. A little... <laughs> why? Because <laughs> because if he's still having symptoms now, bro, come on, he was having symptoms on. Sunday, and he's oh, thousand. You're gonna play him. He can't. So you're telling me he has a respiratory disease or virus? Yeah. And you're gonna play him in like the worst weather. Like that would have been bad. Like he could have had like a serious problem on the field. Yeah, opinion. I know that would have been rough. Rough optics and rough for Trent Brown. Like, yeah, he, he would have been struggling for him to breathe. Yeah, in the yeah in that weather and everything. You're right. It's just like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, this is weird. I'm just like, look, when my, my take, my ultimate take on Trent Brown is whenever we get him back, we get him back, and I'm happy. Exactly. Me too. We don't have this... him back. We have to work around it all year. It happens. Teams lose linemen every <laughs> single year. Offense, I don't understand this whole thing where, like, people are like, Trent Brown's the only offensive lineman that gets hurt like this. No, absolutely not. Offensive lineman, every offensive lineman gets hurt. And like, it's, it's, it's a horrible position to play in football. It's always reputation too, because inc- nobody said a word about incognito. He's missed, but how Hello. many games incognito missed? Yeah, and he has no like timetable. There's no like I don't know if Gruden said anything today. I, I didn't see, but I don't think there's any like timetable for incognito to come back. Is no, there? there isn't. And 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 it's I'm saying like people always like they always bring up like you know Trent Brown's gonna miss this many games or like Josh Debo does that. He's only played this many games. Like do incognito. Incognito got hurt. He he was suspended with the first two games yeah. of. You know, 2019, he only played one and a half game this year. So how many games has he missed? And he, then he didn't play the end of the year last year. That's right. So, like, what's, what, people don't bring him up, though. They, you know, Incognito, he's fine. He, like, he, he's, a, he's a tough guy. He's going to play yeah. through injury if he, if he had to. He's not. So. It's a good point. No, I, and I've, I've always been like – if you're going to play through – there's certain people that, like, you can play through injury. I don't want, like, a 60% Trent Brown on the field. I, it doesn't doesn't appeal to me. No. You know what I mean, that's that's just even worse. Like, you're – I don't want that. I want him to be healthy. I want him to be back. This team is 4-3, and three, and the way I look at it is, why don't you look at it as 4-3 and three with really without him? You know what I mean? You had one, one in uh, a point, one point of zero, zero 0.005 games with Trent Brown, like, at, on the field, and you're 4-3. and three. So you get him back maybe, let's say, two weeks from now. Let's be conservative about it two weeks from now. And then now look where you're at. You know what I mean? Maybe Incognito's back at that time. Like, this team's exactly. really good up front. So instead of just, like, tweeting, like, hey, you fat fuck, get out on the field, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't seem like the best way to go about it. It's not it's at all. I think they're thinking Trent Brown is like Antonio Brown. And it's like, yo, just relax. I don't think that's what we're dealing with here. I really it's, don't. It's, it's how much money they're paying them. And people are so stupid about money. Um, yeah, they're just so dumb about money. They they think that you know money, like it's funny. Like a corporation could could fuck them over, and they'd be like, "Yo, it's okay, it's all right, it's all right." You know, that's cool. You know, just we Marcus, love I it. think you're on the wrong podcast of mine here, but yeah, go on. But I just I just got a point here. Yeah, like yeah, you know, corporation could fuck you. them over. They'd be like, "Oh, that's oh, cool." You know, why are you against that? You know, yeah. and then but Trent Brown. He makes, yeah. you know, well, fuck him. He makes 20 million. You know, like, it's, it's just, I, you, people. You gave, you gave a bunch of money to LaMarcus Joyner, and he never misses a game. He sucks. Trent Brown's good. I just, yeah, that's it's I mean, just people's like, logic, bro. I don't get it. Yeah, Trent Brown is good. It was, it was a good signing. <laughs> it was a good signing. And my whole thing was, if you're questioning his work ethic, 
you're right. But two, it's been public record since his San Francisco days that he has a shitty work ethic. Yeah. He does. So you, May, Mike Mayock had access to the same San Jose Mercury News article that I read when the Raiders signed Trent Brown, and he still gave that to, to the thing. So at some point, you, your team gave him that money, so you knew what you were signing up for. That's yeah. always my thing. So you bought a spade is a spade. You, you, bought, you got Trent Brown. And whenever Trent Brown's on the field, I think the Raiders are really good. I think he's top three to five left tackle or right tackle in the league. So mm-hmm. that's just – that just is what it is. I think he has ability to shut people down. Like you said, Colton Miller doesn't quite have yet. I think Trent Brown can go against elite right ends. Or, oh, yeah. And, and I, I really think – I think it's, I think fans just, just chill. Just chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just chill. But, uh, yeah, man, um, it's been great having you on. It's been great <laughs> Thanks, having bro. you on. Uh, it's fun. Always fun. I, I love having guests. And uh, you were my first one ever on here. So, I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful. I think maybe at the end of the season we could do like a – I don't want to say post-mortem because that sounds bad, but um, okay. I don't have us winning the Super Bowl. Well, this year, well, so. shit. They, yeah, I mean, they might play, they might be playing the Steelers and they make the playoffs. So yeah. And well, I just, I, I don't quite have us penciled in winning the Super Bowl yet. So I don't know. End, I'm of going the, to Pittsburgh. end of the season. No, bro. Come on. We're taking down big Ben. We play well against big Ben. So. <laughs> I'm just but, saying, yeah, I, mean, no. I was looking at that shit the other day. I was like, God damn, bro. Like, do we have, if we get the seven, even if we get the seventh seed, we're gonna have to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> hey man, as rich people problem, stop worrying about that right now. But uh, the uh, the uh, I just I just want to get there, man. I'm doing a championship. Me, me too, but I still hey. want that. Way. Like, can we get the Bills? Like, I'm hoping we get the Bills or something. I just want to see Derek Carr play a playoff game. That's just my the big thing. Like, just oh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to play a playoff game with a backup quarterback. So that's that's <laughs> that would be baby steps for me this year. And don't collapse in the back end of the <laughs> like, season. Like, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just hoping for Buffalo. That's all I'm hoping for. I, you know, Ooh. if they do make the playoffs, because I think they could be Buffalo. I think they can. I know it's gonna be cold and it's gonna Miami? be freezing. And, uh, you, they wouldn't play Miami because they probably both be wild. Well, actually, Miami could still win their division. Technically, they're playing out of their mind. Yeah, but I don't like think that, they will. I don't, I don't think they will. But yeah, yeah I, I, I that you know, I have a, I, I believe they have a better chance of going to Buffalo. Sure. And beating the Bills because it's gonna be freezing cold and hopefully be really bad weather. Run the, the ball, Bills can't yeah. run the ball and the Raiders can. Yeah. No, there's teams they could beat, and and the Steelers are not one. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, it would be I would be happy. I'll just be I'll be extremely shocked. Yeah. Like, but but another playoff team that I think they could beat, which I think is crazy, and I know we're getting too long here, but I you know people are gonna think I'm crazy. I think they could beat the Ravens. Yes. Facts. Lamar's not playing well this year. Yeah, and they blitz so much, mm-hmm. and I think that's Derek Carr's uh, thing. I think they could beat Tennessee. Oh, yeah, they could be Tennessee, too. I think they could be uh, – I won't say Indy yet because Indy looks kind of raw right now. But Philip yeah, Rivers we'll, – we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what, if how they you play these next two weeks. We're going to Super Bowl. I, you, yeah, you talked me into it. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> we'll see how they play the next two weeks. If they if they go in there and they beat these teams pretty handily, that tells me a lot. It's like they beat the Browns pretty handily, pretty pretty easily. I was like, okay, okay. You guys kind of just beat the, beat their beat their butts. I mean, that's basically how they, from the second quarter on, that was an asshole. Should have won that game like 26 to nine or whatever it was. Yeah. If it was regular weather, I think. Yeah. Um, so if they can beat some of these teams and they can pull out like some 34 to 24s or 30 to twenties and beat these teams pretty good. Right. These next two, and then they go into the Chiefs. We'll we'll see how that goes, but they they go into the, because the Chiefs are going to be pissed. And indoors, it's like that's gonna be and mad. Track so, yeah, do, do, don't yeah. don't forget they're gonna be mad too. Bro. Yeah, they're they might be play real. They might have actually put a real game plan together. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be angry. Yeah. They're gonna be angry. No, you're right. They're gonna, yeah. So okay. so so they gotta be prepared for that. So that these next two games are very important. They gotta win these next two games, 
and I, and I think if they go into the final stretch eight and four, which I think they are, I think they got a good chance. So, well, nonetheless, if it, at the end of the season, whatever happens, I want to have you and BD on. I'm going to get him to commit to it too. Okay. Because uh, right. right, those, those are my fun episode. I had, I had you guys both on very close. And it was very fun. And then you guys had your podcast. It's been really fun to watch you guys both do that. So that's, yeah. that's been really cool. And then, um, so nonetheless, uh, this is Marcus Johnson at the Mark John NFL. Expand the box score. Raiders Wire. Um, Tape Don't Lie podcast. And, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for joining me. It's, it's been great. Um, I always, bro. Always, I always have fun. Um, you, uh, it's election week, so I have another podcast, Rare Candy Podcast. Please check that out. Um, yeah. It's check, not check over yet. Podcast, man. It's it's not. It's not. Oh yeah, people, man. Some people <laughs> meander over and they're like, "What the fuck is Glenn talking about on that one?" Yeah, like <laughs> they're, not, they're like is that the same guy. No, but uh, it, nonetheless, um, the election's not quite over yet, so. I have, I've been waiting on the, the election kind of wrap up thing, but that's going to be coming next week. So if you just subscribe to the YouTube channel, you get access to all that kind of stuff. So if you're, uh, if you're looking to get into something like that, maybe some alternative kind of coverage in that, check that out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, follow Marcus on Twitter at the Mark John NFL. I'm sure you already do, but uh, thanks again, man. Thanks for coming by. This is rock Vegas. Please subscribe everywhere. All right. Peace guys. <laughs>